Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome. It's our number one, our number one of our radio program. And this hour dedicated to the NFL, the Sunday night game. Not much of a game. It was for a half, but in the second half, Green Bay dominated. The Packers smacking around the Bears after halftime. The story here is the health of Aaron Rodgers. He said his toe is all messed up. He damaged his toe more. So the question we are asking is, did Aaron Rodgers end up with a superpower because of his damaged toe? We'll talk about that and a whole lot more right now in our number one. Damaged cheese. Welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere. We are in the eye of the needle. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast, 
And ever-powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from control, cruise control from the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods as we begin anew this week. And our lead from the Sunday night game, we're going to start with Sunday night football. That's right. Yeah, I know you're excited. Try to hold your excitement here. I, a little too much, a little too emotional, right? A little too emotional there for. No. I was. I want the record to show. I was not planning on starting with Sunday night football. That was not the intention. But I, the game was actually better than anticipated, and and so we will begin with that game at Lambeau Field. Now, although the Packers defeated the Chicago Bears forty-five to thirty in the Sunday night divisional clash, the Bears' last relevant many many years ago. Uh, it was not all good news. Not all good news for Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who put up a masterful performance, uh, his status up in the air. Now, if you didn't see this, and maybe maybe you missed it, uh, Rodgers complaining to the media after the game, not happy uh, when asked a, a pretty softball question, the assumption being that Rodgers was going to be asked to the question, he would get the answer. The reporter would get the answer they wanted about Rodgers and his health and all that. Well, if you didn't see this, maybe not. Uh, Rodgers complaining to the media. Uh, Aaron not happy complaining to the media there after the game. Uh, said that his toe actually feels worse. Not better. It feels worse. He suffered a setback uh, in the win. Rodgers also said, uh, apparently has said that surgery is the last resort as he continues to play through the fractured toe, and it has not slowed him down. Number 12 in the Packer program, but number one in your heart, uh, Rodgers completing 29 of 37 passes for 341 yards and four touchdowns and no interceptions, and yet another Green Bay win over Chicago. It was a domination situation in the second half, first half, Back and forth, video game style, but in the second half, it was lopsided. But that the game is secondary to the comments of Aaron Rodgers, uh, his post-game commentary there. That's what everyone's talking about. So let us discuss, okay, the question. Where are you at on the bum toe of Aaron Rodgers? So my thoughts on this. You've got Milkman, Spider-Man, and Mitzvah. And we will tie all of these things together, and that will be the foundation of this Malin monologue. Now, A, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the coverage of his toe. Uh, let me tell you something. All right? Breathless, breathless reporting. And I foresee in my crystal ball this continuing for the rest of the season. It's not going anywhere. We are going to get daily updates, or at least weekly updates, on the Tootsies of Aaron Rodgers. He'll do the old Tootsie roll. Uh, Rodgers, he he has to you know he has to wiggle his toe a little bit, right? Remember, he, he showed the toe on the Zoom in the news conference, and uh, he'd love to stop wiggling the toe because he wants to giggle while he wiggles. Uh, and uh, Rodgers, of course, he has a side gig. We can call him now the Milkman. Because he's uh, selling cartons of fear-mongering, uh, milking the agony 
of the bad toe. Oh, my aching toe. It hurts so much. Panic peddler. Aaron the alarmist Rogers. Now, part of you, there is no reason, no reason at this time to hit the panic button for Green Bay. And I'll tell you why. Uh, the Packers offensively are methodically slicing up opponents. More importantly, all right, Aaron Rodgers' performance has not been downgraded in any way. In fact, it's, if it was an elevator, it's not going down. It's going up, 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 and away since this toe problem popped up. Is it possible, I'm just throwing this out there, that this is actually a Spider-Man-like situation, that Rodgers was stomped on the toe by a radioactive NFL player, and just like Peter Parker, he now has great power, and with great power comes great responsibility. It is totastic for Rodgers. He has been putting up better numbers than ever of late. Now, what's my evidence? Let's go to the stats. Last three weeks for Rodgers, he has completed almost 70% of his passes, 69.5, over 1,000 yards in the last three games, 10 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. A passer rating of 126.4. May all of our favorite quarterbacks have a damaged toe. I think I'm going to go to the Rams facility and smash Matthew Stafford's toe so he has 10 touchdowns and no interceptions in a three-game stretch, if that's all it takes. Now, the last word here. So we mentioned that the the storyline is going to continue. It's not going to end anytime soon. Uh, and Rodgers is clearly hurt, but he's not injured. And as we point out, and this is a public service announcement, there is a massive difference in that business the business of football in the NFL between playing hurt and being injured. And people make a big deal about this, and I get it. I understand, but playing hurt is something that you are expected to do. It's the industry standard in the NFL. If you're hurt, you still play. Now, if you're injured, that's a whole different can of worms there. And you're not supposed to play if you're actually injured. There's a difference. You said semantics. Uh, maybe it is, but that's the way they look at it. And uh, doctors... Uh, apparently cannot, from what, from what I was told here, cannot uh, numb uh, numb the fractured uh, left pinky toe. The little pinky of Aaron Rodgers uh, cannot numb it because why? Uh, he needs to be able to feel his little left pinky toe in order to throw the football. Uh, otherwise, we got problems. And uh, he won't be able to feel when he's planting the foot, and it becomes problematic, uh, according to those on the inside. So this is a story that is going to bird dog Aaron Rodgers all season. But if you look around here and do inventory, and you say, well, Rodgers, if he has an operation, he's going to need to have a pin placed in his toe if he had the operation. uh, And I don't want that. Wait till the end of the year. It's actually a good mitzvah for Aaron Rodgers. And I'll tell you why. This is the old blessing in disguise here. Because either way, he is inoculated from criticism, right? He's, uh, he's protected from it. I'll tell you why, right? If Aaron Rodgers leads Green Bay to a Super Bowl in a hypothetical world, right, 
then the book is, oh my God, what a heroic run with a bad toe. And they'll pump up how terrible the toe was, and it almost was amputated. It was gang green, just like the Packer color green. Now, should the Packers, in the alternative reality, gag, again, let's say in the NFC title game, something they're very good at, uh, Rodgers has a not a built-in fall guy. He doesn't have that. He's got a fall toe, which is just as good as a fall guy. The excuse card can be used from the bottom of the deck. Now, meanwhile, I don't want to completely ignore the Chicago Bears, although I've spent a good part of my time on the radio ignoring the Chicago Bears for good reason. Uh, but the, the Bears continuing to hibernate in stretches. Now, they played all right in the first half against Green Bay, and there's some fluky things that happened that went their way, special teams and whatnot. But uh, Aaron Rodgers in the second half, the Bears' defense was putty in Aaron Rodgers' hands. And, and I'm trying to make uh, you know, make up where I am at this moment with Justin Fields. Like I, uh, I, I keep hearing wonderful things from the media in Chicago uh, Chris Collinsworth was slobbering all over Justin's Fields, uh, Justin Fields' talent, and uh, how amazing he is, and all this stuff. And uh, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out where I'm at because I watch him play, and he'll play well for half. He played well in the half. The I remember the Pittsburgh game. Fields looked good in that game in the second half, and in this game against Green Bay, he looked okay in the first half. But then he had to play the second half. He's like all over the place. He's all over the map, uh, Fields. And in the second half, he was not only a quarterback, he was horrific. He averaged less than four and a half yards per pass attempt after halftime and had a passer rating slightly better than if he had snapped the ball and just thrown it into the ground uh, in the second half. His passer rating, 39.8. And uh, Justin Fields underwent x-rays on his hand uh, he injured his hand as well, so uh, we'll find out about that. And maybe he'll be back on the injury list, and then uh, Andy Dalton can come back. And they can continue the revolving door in Sweet Home Chicago. How wonderful will that be? All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to join us, we'll open up the Fox phone lines here. You can be part of the festivities. The The number has not changed. It's been the same for a long time, and it will I don't foresee it changing at any point here. Uh, and you can join us at 877-996-6369. That's 877-996-6369 if you'd like to be part. Uh, it's 99 on Fox if you like those letters better than numbers. You can be part of the fun that way. Uh, also available on Twitter, at Ben Mather. You can give us real-time feedback during the show. And we might even read your comments on the air. In addition... If you want to see what I was doing this weekend, as I got to play dress-up, yes, I, I wore a costume this weekend. You can go to the, the Facebook page or the Instagram page for the show and look and goof at how terrible I look uh, and how disgusting I look. It's all available to you on Instagram. Ben Maller on Fox. Follow me on there. I'm not a booty model, but you can check me out there. And also on Facebook. The Ben Maller Show. Ben Maller Show account on Facebook. You can be part of the fun. Again, 877-99 on Fox for the second time this NFL season. In the middle of a game, we've had rock, paper, scissors. 
We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fly, Maller, fly, on the airwaves everywhere. Fight, Roberto, fight. Cook a sound bite, one, two, three. Eddie Lowe, Cooper High, as we hear the militia cry. Fly, Maller, fly, bloviating and hornswoggled. M-A-L-L-E-R, Maller! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It would be a blue. Christmas without Ben Maller It would be a blue Christmas without Ben Maller Without Ben I contend Christmas would be sad, my friend Listen up, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at it. Follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Let's go to a game together. It's E-D-D-I-E. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Christmas without Ben Maller. What is the most common spelling of Eddie? I, th- I think it's with the I-E. Yeah. But some people do it with the Y, and that's uh, it's not acceptable. Yeah, that's you, dumb. You're offended by the Y. You don't like the Y. You're an Very I-E guy. So. And yes. Why did your parents decide on I-E and not Y? They well, they didn't. That? I mean, they didn't name me Eddie. I'm, my name is Edmund, as you know. Oh, that's true. That's so. a good point. But you've chosen Eddie as the proper way to say, to write I-E and not yeah. Why? But but Eduardo. your name is Edmund, so you could go Edmundo. with the Y. Edmundo, see. Sí. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I guess I could, but I chose the I E, and I stand by that choice. And that's for the rest of your life, I E. Absolutely. Yeah. And does anyone call you Edmund in your life? Does anyone? I know you. You probably when you were a kid, your mom probably Edmund. No. A, no, no. Never did that. Really. No. I had a, I had a uh, a family nickname that I will never repeat on the radio. Uh, because oh, I why not? It. Now you got to repeat it. Now no, I you don't. No, I don't. Yeah, and you I, do. And I will you not. Um, what was your question? Well, I, when you were a kid, like uh, my formal name is Benjamin, but the only time I ever get called that, my oh, mom. Oh, you asked, if, when you I asked was if, a, if I had anybody yeah. that called me. Like Edmund. when I was when I didn't do my chores at home or whatever, Benjamin. You know that kind of yeah. You, no, you my no, homework. No, I had a uh, like I said, I had a nickname, but um, yeah. every once in a while, somebody will call me Edmund, like just to kind of get my attention. Not a fa- not family, but like some friends and stuff. And I have a couple yeah. of friends that insist on calling me Ed. I don't like Ed. But I doesn't. I don't know. It's just like that's what they've chosen, and it's like I'm like, all right. It's like Bobby. I'm not a fan of Bobby. You're Roberto. You're not Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. They used to call Roberto Clemente that back in the day. If you watch any interviews, yeah. they call him Bobby. It seems weird. Well, the one I hated was Benji. I didn't like Benny. Oh, that's terrible. Ben- no, Benny? No, no, no. <laughs> no way. I don't mind Benny though. I'm good with Benny. Benny's I cool. I like Benny. Benny's cool. I like Ben. Benji don't like it. 
because I think of that when I was a kid, there were the dog movies. And I hated it. <laughs> you know, that is old school, but I do remember those the Benji the dog movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they kept Man, they usually old. usually yeah, make an animal movie. This is like way back in the day, but usually you make an animal movie and the animal dies at the end of it because you don't want to make another one. But then they these they kept making them. It was very annoying. Uh, anyway, let's go to the phones. It is a call and radio show. Actually, before we go to the phones, I, we talked about the Bears-Packers game, and I, we, we didn't play any audio. Bad job by us. Uh, let's let's go. Matt Nagy, I thought he was fired before that Lions game. or after He was supposed to be fired after the Lions-Bears game, but he kept his job somehow. Bears never fire coaches during the season, and if they're not going to fire this guy, they will never fire a coach during a season. But uh, the Bears are four and nine, and here's Matt Nagy commenting on the state of Chicago football. This game meant a lot to us to get out here and, and, and get a win. And um, when you go back and you watch the tape and you just look at, okay, where did it go wrong? I think it's pretty simple. I mean, it's not hard to tell in the second half. So we're four and nine right now, and, and that's who we are. Yes, that's who you are. And you keep your job, and you get an extra sandwich. At the lunch hall as well. All right, here's more. Here's uh, Matt Nagy and the performance. This is the only thing the Bears have left to figure out is how uh, the quarterback position is going to be going forward with Justin Fields. Is he the guy? Is Justin Fields the man? Didn't look like the man in the second half. He looked okay in the first half. Uh, Here's the Bears coach putting lipstick on a pig. He was smart when he ran the football. He got down when he had to. He got out of bounds when he needed to. For him being off a few weeks to play against that defense, which is pretty good, I thought he did pretty good. Oh, pretty good. There you go. How great is that? Can't we all have bosses like that where you're like, you, know, you only played half, you played well, or you worked well for half. I did two hours of decent radio, and then the last two hours I did terrible radio. I would like my boss to say, you know what? I'm going to forget about those last two hours. Those first two hours were amazing. The last two, dead air. Horrible. But uh, the first two were so good, uh, we're going to forget about those last two. That's essentially what Matt Nagy just said in that soundbite. But wait, there's more. Uh, Here's the man himself, Justin Fields, the prodigy, boy wonder, the savior of the Chicago Bears franchise, the Messiah on what has to be done now. You know, it's tough. Of course, we all wanted to come in this game and win. There's no better time to win it now. Of course, it didn't turn out that way. But, you know, all we can do is just go back you know, this week and, you know, continue to get better. I mean, we can't really do anything about it. Learn from our mistakes and, you know, continue to keep working. Yeah. Well, if they learn from their mistakes, they should have learned a lot uh, recently. The Bears, if you go back to week six, loss, 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 win against the Lions, two-point win, last-second field goal, loss, loss. So you can do the math on that, and that is, I believe, my math is correct there, that is seven losses out of the last eight games. So a lot of learning for the Chicago Bears. Boy, are they learning a lot. Learning, 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 learning. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Luciano writes in, he says, A-plus on the Maller monologue. Uh, great job on these weekend podcasts, by the way. They won on Sunday had me dying of laughter. Uh, last but not least, hopefully Helmet Man is okay. It is one of life's great mysteries. What happened to Helmet Man, who's not on social media? One of our great celebrity callers for many, many years. He goes back to when I was doing local radio in L.A., Helmet Man. It's an uh, unsolved mystery, Ben. I know. I know. We need to hire a private investigator to get to the bottom of this. That would be the toughest case to crack. But I met Helmet Man outside what used to be called Staples Center in L.A. selling crap little crap uh merchandise uh stuff i'm that he actually had... on the live air yes yeah. you're on <laughs> yeah, you, you... yeah and helmet man could not have been more charming 
could not have been kinder, could not have been sweeter as a human being. You know, clearly down on his luck, helmet man. Not uh, things weren't going well for him. He was buying stuff at flea markets and hawking it, trying to get celebrities coming out of Staples Center to buy the stuff. But uh, I became friends with him, and he called the show. We loved him, and ever since this COVID thing happened, he he vanished. But I, my theory, Eddie, until proven otherwise, I believe he went back. He's from Baltimore. And I think he made his way back to Baltimore and then just out of sight, out of mind, completely forgot about the show. I fell asleep. I think that's reasonable. And then he, for whatever reason, just feels like he can't still call in, even though he's, you know, he certainly can. Yeah. But he thinks stopping him. Right. But he thinks he's not in L.A. now and that's where we are. And he just somehow feels like he's not he can't call in anymore. Even though we're on in Baltimore, he, it doesn't right. matter. I mean, he, he was in he, the studio with all this radio equipment, and he was talking into a microphone, and he asked <laughs> if he was on the live air. I mean, so well, that he, was the single. That was that was the most hilarious thing that's happened in a long time. Uh, yeah, with the on-air light flashing, with a bright on-air hearing light his flashing, own voice, <laughs> and, and, and wearing headphones. Yes, I'm actually yes. on the live air. Yes, you're on into, yeah, you, <laughs> talking into a microphone, and then surprised that he was on the air. It's uh, it's a shocking revelation. A burner account writes and says, "Great monologue, Benjamin. I love the word totastic. I can't help but to think this is a page out of the Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger playbook just to build the legend of Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather have a bad toe than have a noodle arm." Shout out Peyton Manning. There you go. All right, uh, very nice. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. <laughs> All right. Some of these, uh, I don't even know I can read some of these on the air. They're pretty funny, but uh, we'll uh, move on. JD and KC says, C-minus on the Mallard monologue, Benjamin, only for the fact that you started with Aaron Rodgers and his broken toe. You should have started off with my Chiefs and the shellacking of a uh, smackdown they gave. Roberto's Raiders. I think he misspelled Raiders on that. Uh, we will get to the Chiefs-Raiders game because one of the most fugazi storylines I love I love it. This is second right behind the storyline that comes out when Mike McCarthy. Remember Mike McCarthy, the Cowboy coach, said, oh, we're going to go to Washington to win the game, and all the media, oh, no, you're messing with the football gods. What are you doing? Oh, my God, Mike McCarthy. Oh, you're such a schmuck. Oh, the Cowboys are doomed. Uh, it was uh, 26 to nothing at halftime. Of the Cowboy Washington game. Come on. Stop. 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 But the uh, the Chiefs game, we'll get to it later in a future hour here. But the story that the reason the Chiefs beat the Raiders 48 to 9 was because of something the Raiders did pregame that upset the Chiefs. <laughs> so well, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to steal the, the monologue. But of the Raiders. We'll get to. Uh, we'll get to that later. It's uh, quite the tale, and uh, we will also address the Cowboys. And they they have an underlying condition, even though they won twenty seven to twenty. Some garbage points by uh, the Washington football team. The Dallas football team has some issues. Uh, we'll get to that. Even though they won, and they won up convincingly. Uh, um, up by a, a ton. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. 
Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been a podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Do we have an Urban Meyer monologue coming up at some point tonight? Urban Meyer! No, I do not do have not. Okay. Urban Meyer. Well, if you haven't heard, Urban Meyer is apparently the devil. Uh, <laughs> He's the devil incarnate. Uh, a He's lot the of, spawn of a demon. A lot of folks in the media are uh, taking Urban Meyer to task. There's reports that came out that... He got into a shouting match with receiver Marvin Jones, who like left practice and he had to yeah. be talked into coming back. And that Urban Meyer called his assistant coaches a bunch of losers. Uh, well, Meyer, they're all losers. He's a loser. Well, they're all true. losers. Uh, yeah. Meyer denying uh, all of these uh, reports. Oh, he should have confirmed it. Yeah, would have been more. Fun. And his press conference said, uh, "If there's this is not true," uh, he says he holds his assistants to a high standard, but he did not call them losers. And he said, if there's anyone in the uh, in the Jaguars facility that is spreading these false lies, they will be unemployed immediately. So there you go. Wow. Every, a, okay. lot of, a lot of folks calling for Urban Meyer to be, to be fired. Some good reports uh, over the weekend, for yeah. sure, in that uh, regard. Uh, thank you for that, Eddie. The life and times of Urban Meyer. Can you imagine if Jimmy Johnson coached today? He went 1-15 his first year as coach of the Cowboys. He would have been run out of... Not Troy Aikman, too, right? Of Dallas, yes. He was terrible absolutely. his first year. But uh, the, way, the way it's wired now. But there, there's, there's a lot of people that have a vested interest in Urban Meyer not succeeding. That They do not want to see Urban Meyer succeed because they, you know, they, if he comes in there as a college coach, got the big money, and he ends up succeeding, it makes everyone look bad in the NFL. At least in their eyes, it makes everyone look bad. So they're like, eh, we'll just get it. Do every everything we can to bury this guy. All right, let's go to the phones. I haven't done that yet. And we will say hello to Transgender Dave in Houston. Hello, Transgender Dave. Of the Ben Maller Show, I'm sorry to tell you that you and Eddie have let us all down again. I've heard you refer to Roberto several times in this what? broadcast. And uh, no, 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 Ben. It's Robertex. Remember that. Uh, now, you may think this, is a, this is a sign of mental illness, but uh, this is the new regime. Uh, you'd better comply. Resistance is futile. And you know, Ben, you've offended me recently. You've never once even asked me my preferred personal pronoun. Oh, yes, yes. Prona- I love pronouns. Uh, you know I'm a big fan, Transgender Dave, of pronouns. What pronoun would you like, Transgender Dave? My preferred personal pronoun. Jackass. Yes. Is that it? Jackass? Is that it? It's schmendrick. Schmendrick. Schmendrick's a great word. I enjoy the word schmendrick. Now, about football, you'll be happy to know that your local affiliate here just declared that the Houston Texans offense is the worst offense in the history of the National Football League. That's wow! Well, that listen, that's tremendous journalism by our friends, our friends locally on 790 in Houston. Tremendous job coming up with that. And what kind of thorough breakdown did they have on that? What kind of amazing breakdown did they provide? They just moaned and groaned and said, 
there's no, nobody worse. And, uh, yeah. you know, the only... Well, that's actually not true. The amazing thing about the Texans is as bad as they've been, they're not the worst offense of all time. In fact, the team that was the worst, I think, was the St. Louis Rams of, like, the early... Was it oh. I forget what year, but they 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 were they won like one game, but they had the worst offense. I think that team was the worst in the modern era of the NFL. Oh, uh, you had to do it. You you took away even that one distinction, the one yeah. thing. Well, listen, did. you still have uh, you Schmendrick. You still have the Astros. Yes, you still have them. Although there's no baseball going on. So yeah. Oh, uh, you know, Chris from Houston. I know not even you can say something good about the Houston Texans. But I want to thank you. I believe you were stocking the grocery shelves during the worst of COVID-19. So thanks for keeping us all alive down here in Houston. All right. Well, we're here for you. Thank you, Schmendrick. Uh, there he goes. Transgender Dave, one of my, my favorite callers here. And he's it's going to have that operation at some point here. He, he's waiting on it, though. He's waiting on that. It still sounds the same as when he was just Dave, but now Transgender Dave. Uh, you just wait. It's going to happen. All right. Uh, it is the Ben Maller Show. So how about the tale coming out of Washington? Were you paying attention to the Dallas football team versus the Washington football team? And for the second time this NFL season, a game of rock, paper, scissors broke out. Well, not exactly rock, paper, scissors, but what a moment there. Taylor Heineke, who was a little wobbly. Not one of his final finer performances there. He stunk at a time you cannot stink for most of the game there. Certainly the first half, one of the worst first halves you can see by anybody at quarterback. So during the game, battle for the NFC East, and dominated by Dallas up 24-0 at halftime, uh, Taylor Heineke was making uh, the uh, walk off the field. Uh, this is about... To 12 minutes. Actually, it was 12.45 on the clock on the Fox broadcast. It was 27-8. to 8. Dallas had the lead, and so there was an injury to the knee of Taylor Heineke. He comes off the field, and as he's walking off the field, he just casually notices and bends down and picks up a pair of scissors that which just happened to be laying on the field there at about the 19 or actually 21-yard no, line, the 21-yard line, and uh, hands them to the trainer. Now, uh, I have determined, considering the reaction of Taylor Heineke and the reaction of what appears to be somebody from the training staff of the team formerly known as the Redskins, that what happened here was while walking out, this is a Maller Show investigation, while walking out, to check out the injured Taylor Heineke, the member of the Washington football team training staff had a case of the dropsies in his haste to get out and take care of the injured number four for the Washington football team. He dropped the scissors. Otherwise, listen, if, if you found a rogue pair of scissors at the 21-yard line, you would not react casually the way that a Taylor Heineke reacted. So I'm going with that scissors was dropped by the trainer. Now, we had in a, a game the Raiders were playing in earlier this year, we, we had a similar situation. There was a pair of scissors, and that was right in the middle of the competition. And the scissors were chucked away by one of the Raider linemen in that particular moment. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. 
as we press on. We'll get back to the calls here in a second or two. Time now for the Who Am I game. We'll have the NBA pick them as well. Here's the Who Am I game. Devontae Adams, Green Bay's Devontae Adams, has tied me for the most games in NFL history with 10 or more catches and two or more touchdowns. That's in the uh, the same uh, season. Uh, again, Devontae Adams uh, has tied me. Actually, it's not not in the same season. Devontae Adams has tied me for the most games in NFL history, not what? in one season, uh, with 10 or more catches and two or more touchdowns. Who am I? That is the question. The answer in the Who? NBA pick em. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Finley's girl, Finley's girl, we will never meet. Manti Teo stole his girlfriend, wept her off her feet. Finley's girl, Finley's girl, we will never meet. Manti Teo stole his girlfriend, wept her off her feet. Oh, that's a great song, isn't it? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Here comes Malaclaws, here comes Malaclaws, right down Malaclaws Lane. He's got hot takes and bloviations, he's on the air again. Eddie Garcia, Justin Cooper, Raider, Roberto, too. Eight days a week, content's coming to you, cause Malaclaus comes tonight. For the first moment you tune in, you know the Ben Maller Show is not your garden variety sports talk. We welcome all the freaks of nature to the Maller Militia. Facebook's an online amusement park for all of us. You can chat with other super fans of the show. It's simple and it's free. Help support our show by liking our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live on the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Time now for the Who Am I game for all this great holiday music. Don't forget, this weekend on the Friday edition of my podcast, the spinoff of this radio show, The Fifth Hour, the plan is to put all this holiday music on one podcast. We'll play it all by request. Well, now, so we the, look, the plan is, that's some weasel terminology right now. Well, well, Eddie, uh, it is the plan, but uh, there's a lot of moving parts. And I am relying on uh, many people to uh, come through to make this happen. Give it a Maller guarantee. All right. Uh, I will Do give your it on best the best Mike McCarthy. On the Maller scale of guarantee, one to 10, with 10 being absolute, I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight. That's as close as I can get to a 10. I'm at an eight right now. It's a solid eight that it'll all be ready to go. By Friday. All of the music. And we're still getting music. The problem is we're still getting songs submitted. There's another song that came in. We're, we're not going to be able to get on the air tonight. It'll be on tomorrow uh, that we'll play. I but, have a couple to play as well. Okay. So Coop has uh, some that, uh, that he has as well. So, uh, Damn, uh, that was I'm, a quick turnaround, Coop. Yeah, yeah he made it, made it here. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did go, didn't you? Yeah, yeah okay. was. I did not expect you back. Yeah, he's. Uh, I didn't either, but 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 he is here. So. I'm dedicated. Feeling better? 
I am. Very good. Are you, were you out of days off or something like that? Had used up your vacation <laughs> time? Uh, what happened? Possibly? No? No. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. No comment. I couldn't hear what you guys are saying because I haven't plugged my headphones in and oh. Roberto had his mic on. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Let's talk walk. crap up. Walked in. He can't hear us right now, so we can talk uh, talk trash. Yeah. All right. Here's the Who Am I game. Devontae Adams of the Pack Attack has tied me for the most games in NFL history with 10 or more catches and two or more touchdowns. Who am I? That is the question what is the answer and many, many answers uh, coming in. Braylon Edwards, guessed by Brad, the Cub fan. Nicole Scherzinger from the Dixter account. The Miz, tossed out by Rob in Vegas. Tortilla Man Tony says, my mother-in-law's Christmas tamales, the answer. Marvin Hagler from Polly D. Quinn Early, there's an old name from the San Diego Chargers back in the day from Chris in Des Moines. Mortimer Duke from David in Seattle, who knows where all the good restaurants are. Jason in Denver is going with Anthony Miller as his answer. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy says it's Benjamin Netanyahu is the answer. Who else do we have? Page down. Wesley Walls from Dante. Chipper Jones tossed out by the Screaming Possum as the answer. Ahmad Rashad from Just Josh. In Cincinnati, uh, who else do we have? Jay Scoops going with the Mallertown Philharmonic Chamber Choir as the selection. Arik in the Twin Cities says it's former Jet, Bronco, Titan, Patriot, and Minnesota go for a wide receiver. Arik Decker, that that is the correct answer. All right. Uh, do you have an answer, please, uh, Eddie? Do you have an answer? I, I do. It's uh, right. former Kansas City Chief, brief but spectacular career, Bubba Garcia. Oh, the great Bubba Garcia. Is it Bubba Garcia? No, it's not. Not Yankadare, guessed by Chip and the Cues, or the Paul Assassin from Mark Mann, the Bronco fan. The correct answer, Antonio Brown. And what can Brown do for you? Antonio Brown, the selection. And here we go. Time now for the NBA Pick'em Daily Fantasy Basketball. We each pick three players. Whoever gets the most fantasy points will be declared the winner. First pick, Giannis Adentacumbo. Roberto. Uh, what anyway, they can go here. Let's go with Luka yeah. Doncic. All right. The board the board has held uh, so far. Kubaloo. Nikola Jokic. Eddie. Joel, back back. Joel Embiid All right. and uh, Steph Curry. All right. Back to you, Coop. Clint Capella. All right. Uh, Roberto. Dumonta Sabonis. All right, give me some wood. Christian Wood of the ah. Rockettes, and I will take Andre Drummond of the Sixers. Roberto. Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Kubalu. Ah, battle pick. De- DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. Uh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. There it is. With time to spare. Trey Young. Trey Young. Hurry up. No, no, you can't change your pick. Hurry Once up. The, I've Hurry been up. told you can't change the pick. I'm sorry. It's over. <laughs> I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.